This podcast is sponsored by Active Skin Repair, a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. So as the weather warms up, we're outside gardening or doing yard work. There are so many opportunities for skin issues, right? And for me, it's always a mystery to know what's going to irritate my skin, but I'm definitely out there itching and scratching. But the good news is active skin repair always seems to save the day. Active skin repair can be used to treat a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, and other types of skin damage. It's also safe and non-toxic, making it suitable for use on all skin types, all parts of the body, and even on rosacea, eczema, and acne-prone skin. Here's what I want you to do. Visit ActiveSkinRepair.com to learn more about Active Skin Repair and get 20% off your order when you use code JOYFUL. Again, that's www.ActiveSkinRepair.com. Find out more about the product and get 20% off your order when you use the code JOYFUL. Hello, welcome back. Welcome to the Joyful Courage Podcast, a place for inspiration and transformation as we work to keep it together while parenting our tweens and teens. This is real work, people. And when we can focus on our own growth and nurturing the connection with our kids, we can move through the turbulence in a way that allows for relationships to remain intact. My name's Casey O'Rourke. I am your fearless host. I'm a positive discipline trainer, space holder, coach, and the adolescent lead at Sproutable. Also, mama to a 20-year-old daughter and a 17-year-old son, I am walking right beside you on the path of raising our kids with positive discipline and conscious parenting. This show is meant to be a resource to you, and I work really hard to keep it really real, transparent, and authentic so that you feel seen and supported. Today is a solo show, and I'm confident that what I share will be useful to you. Please don't forget, sharing truly is caring. If you love today's show, please, please pass the link around, snap a screenshot, post it on your socials, or text it to your friends. Together, we can make an even bigger impact on families around the globe. If you're feeling extra special, you can rate and review us over in Apple Podcasts. I'm so glad that you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Enjoy the show. Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 452. Do you know that I spent an entire day thinking that I was on episode 500 instead of 450 last week? (laughs) Episode 452. That's no small thing, people. That's a lot of content. It's a lot of podcasts. I love doing this work. I love it. I love showing up for all of you. And yeah, here we are, episode 452. Did you listen to this week's interview with Ed Center? He's the bomb. Oh my gosh, I loved talking with him about all the things. I listened to that conversation while I was taking a walk and there were parts where I laughed out loud and so many places where we used the language of parenting in new ways. It was really cool. Take a listen to that episode 451 with Ed Center. What did I take away from that conversation? 
while big overarching themes of connection, attention, significance, power, right? I loved when we talked about, you know, who's the son that the family is revolving around. I loved when he talked about the when then walk tool, when then walk away. I appreciated how we went down the road of exploring the idea that it's important for us to identify what the actual problem is that we're trying to solve with our teens, right? And, you know, that dance of flexibility, that dance of flexibility. And that's where I want to take today's conversation is really feeling into the dance of flexibility and being flexible in general, right? Being flexible in general. So, you know, to prep for this podcast, this episode, I wrote out a bunch of questions for myself. So I'm basically interviewing myself today. You're welcome. (laughs) So like the first question that came to mind was, what does flexibility mean to me in the context of parenting? And flexibility really to me means, you know, like the phrase of the dance of flexibility, right? Being flexible means that we're able to move in flow with our partner and our partner being our teenager, right? So being flexible means that we can go with the changed dance step, right? It might feel a little jarring at first when the dance changes, but we have the ability to move, to flow, right? To be with it. Flexibility means that we have some fundamentals. We have some values. We have a compass, but we also are in this space of possibility, right? in this space of possibility. We might not have all the answers. We might not see the whole picture, even though I think as parents, we like to believe that we do see the whole picture and we see all the possible outcomes and we get all up in our stuff with our teens because we don't want the worst things to happen. And so we get kind of rigid, which is something we're going to talk about. But flexibility means like, maybe there's actually other outcomes that I'm not considering. Maybe I can roll with this for a little bit and see, get more information, see what's happening, right? Flexibility, and we're going to talk about this, really creates a opportunity for deeper connection and deeper understanding and sharing in a space that is welcoming and full of love and trust right? The benefit of flexibility is this generation of relationship. There's a place with flexibility where we can generate this energy of capability, both us being capable as well as our teens being capable. And why does it matter for us to feel capable? Well, I mean, come on. How much time do you spend not feeling capable, right? adolescent years, they are just so, I don't know. There's just like so many unexpected twists and turns. I feel like on the daily where you're sitting with, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Or geesh, I'm not really sure how to respond to that. Or gosh, what am I supposed to do here? 
right? So the benefit of flexibility is it allows you to be with that uncertainty and not be consumed by it, not be drowning in uncertainty, but instead like, okay, the dance step has changed. Let me find my footing. And sometimes finding our footing means that we got to ask our partner like, well, where did you go there? What's going on? Help me out, right? Help me out with this. Benefit of flexibility, being in relationship with our kiddos. Benefit of flexibility is generating a open space where everything's allowed, meaning we're going to have conversations. I'm going to be curious about what's going on with you. And you're going to know that sharing with me isn't going to ruin our relationship. I can hold it, right? We talk a lot about that on the pod, being in relationship in a way that offers our people, our teenagers, the experience of feeling like, okay, we can handle this. My parents can be with me in this, right? That's big. That's big and important. What are the tools of flexibility? What is flexibility, right? It's that curiosity, right? Tool of flexibility is being present, being fully present with our teens. Deep listening, listening to understand, right? Not listening to argue or to make your point. Instead, listening to truly understand what's going on for our people. Another tool of flexibility is emotional honesty, right? Sharing our experience in a way that is, you know, doesn't make the other person defensive, but is instead speaking our truth, trusting the process is a tool of flexibility, staying strength focused, right? Remembering all the qualities that are in development of our teenagers. Sometimes when they start to do not great things and get into mischief, we forget how capable they are. And instead we think, you know, that they're idiots that won't ever do the right thing or make good choices or they're going to be dead in a ditch, right? So a tool to help us stay flexible is also to maintain that focus on strengths of our kids. And another tool is deciding what you will do and follow through right? Flexibility is not the same as being permissive. That's an important point to make. Flexibility, being flexible, pragmatic maybe is another word too. When we get more information, we might have different ideas about what we think. Being flexible is not the same as being permissive. So the difference is being flexible, there is an intentionality there. There is thoughtfulness there, consideration. Permissive is less is a reactive state, right? When we're permissive, when we're anything goes, there's fear in there, there's worry. And the fear and the worry is if I hold a boundary or if I do something about this or if I, you know, create a limit, then I'm scared of what the fallout's going to be. So I'm just going to be permissive. I'm going to put my head in the sand. Anything goes, la, 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 fingers in the ears. 
Hey friends, as a podcast listener myself, I always get so excited to share when I find a new show that I think is super useful. So today I want to tell you about Understood Explains. This is a podcast that tackles one important topic per season. And this season is all about navigating individualized education plans and is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Urtube. Getting the support our kids need in school can feel tricky, and we aren't always sure what it is that they need. When I listened to the episode titled, Does My Child Need an IEP? It offered up so much useful information that I could really see supporting parents who are in this consideration. The host is so knowledgeable and really breaks down the content in a way that helps listener go from completely overwhelmed to actually starting to feel empowered. Other episodes in the series highlight the difference between IEPs and 504 plans, as well as a whole episode that busts common myths about special education. To listen to Understood Explains, search for Understood Explains wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Understood Explains. So check it out. You won't be sorry. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Thank God, spring into summer is my favorite time of year. After turning 50 last September, I've been really working on my physical health and well being and can honestly say that I am feeling better in my body than I have felt in a very long time. Yes, credit goes to movement and working out, but even more credit goes to how I'm feeding my body. That's why I love Factor. I fuel up with Factor's no prep, no mess meals, 35 different meal choices, and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. I always have a new flavor to explore. It's amazing. You can crush your wellness goals this May, keep time in the kitchen to a minimum, and enjoy effortless support for the lifestyle you want to be living with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from Factor. Head over to factormeals.com slash joyful50 and use the code joyful50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code joyful50 at factormeals.com slash joyful50. Again, that's 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Yes, yes, yes. Join me. Join me in the health revolution and feel really good this summer. Flexibility is gathering information. You're still making choices and decisions in flexibility, but there's an intentionality, right? And a deeper understanding. And then what's the opposite of that? What's the opposite of being flexible? It's also the opposite of being permissive, which is being rigid, right? Being rigid, not being willing to hear out our kids, not asking questions or listening to understand, but instead being so locked in to what we think that there's no room for negotiation. There's no room for questions. There's not even any room for our own emotional honesty because it's our way or the highway, right? This is how it is. Deal with it. And when we think about rigidity, what does rigidity invite from our teens? What has rigidity invited from your teen? They certainly don't want to be in relationship with us. Rigidity invites 
animosity, resentment, withdrawal, isolation, distrust, right? Being rigid is not useful. And usually we're rigid because we're scared, right? They both, permissiveness and rigidity or standing our ground, we're scared, right? When we lean more rigid or more permissive, we're doing it because we're getting something that we need out of this, right? Being rigid gives us a feeling of control, a feeling of I'm the boss, I make the rules, I'm in control of this situation. Being permissive gives us the feeling of being liked, right? Of being liked by our kids, of not rocking the boat. Both of these are false, right? Being rigid gives us a false sense of control because at the end of the day, our kids go out and do whatever they want. Maybe they do it underground. Maybe they stop talking to you about it. But at the end of the day, they're going to go and they're going to make their choices. Being permissive gives us a false feeling of being liked, of being the cool parent, of not rocking the boat. But in the end, there is also resentment, right? There is also this feeling of ick from kids with really permissive parents. They want a container. They want to live inside of the container that we hold. They don't want to be flailing around feeling like their parent doesn't have their back. Listen, your behavior makes sense and it's important to look at how it's working out for you. If you lay down the law and you're real strict and rigid, you're probably not listening to this podcast, but maybe you are. How is that going, right? If there are places where you have been able to communicate some firmness around a particular behavior and it's working out for you, great, right? If you've let some stuff go and leaned into that not rocking the boat and it's working out for you, great. But take an honest look at that, at how your kiddo's doing. And if you're not sure, you can even ask them. You know, I love that. You could even ask them, hey, do you feel like I'm super rigid? Do you feel like I'm really loosey-goosey? Tell me about that. How does it make you feel? So I'm here to talk about flexibility though. So what are some of the things that make flexibility hard? For parents. This is what I'm noticing in my clients, in myself, right? Being flexible is hard because of our fears and worries, right? We feel like we see the road and it heads straight to dead in a ditch down by the river, right? And we get spun out on that worst case scenario and flexibility becomes hard to embody. Our values sometimes get in the way of flexibility because sometimes, you know, while we have our values, our kids are in individuation and they're really trying to explore what is their parents' value, what are their teens' values, and what are they willing to share with us, right? Sometimes our values, we get hung up on our values to the point where we expect our teenagers to value the same things. And so being flexible around that can be challenging. Our narrative, our past experiences, right? If you were a teen who followed all the rules and did everything right and didn't rock the boat, and now you have a teen who's getting into mischief, really pushing back, 
it's hard to hold that, right? It's hard to be flexible. Or, and I've said this before, if you're someone who had a wild time in the teen years and got into your own mischief, right? That too can get in the way because you don't want your kid to make the same mistakes you made, forgetting that you actually lived through it. (laughs) So our past experiences can make it hard to be flexible. And popular culture, those voices in our heads, maybe it's the voices of our, you know, our parents saying, well, if you get flexible, you're teaching them that it's okay for them to X, Y, Z, right? Those voices in our heads that are contrary to what we know to be true, which is relationship matters, critical thinking matters, opportunities to practice our skills matters, right? And flexibility allows the space for all of those things to to happen, to exist, right? Again, curiosity, presence, listening, emotional honesty, trusting the process, staying strength-focused, deciding what you will do and follow through, the tools of flexibility. All of these things, all of these tools, which you've heard me talk about in a variety of ways, all of these tools builds relationship. And again, relationship is where we grow influence, right? This is where we grow influence. This is where we earn a seat at the table. This is where our voice gets to be a part of what's happening for our kids when they're making choices and decisions for them to consider. Is this a smart thing for me to do? Maybe I shouldn't do this. What could I do otherwise? How might it play out, right? We want them to be asking those questions in those choice point moments. And when we, the parent, can maintain a certain level of flexibility as we walk alongside our teens as they navigate this time of life, right? The likelihood that we get to be in their brains, we get a seat at the table, it increases, right? The practice of flexibility builds relationship with our teens, which then feeds into our ability to lean towards flexibility. How about that? right? We're building relationship. We're getting to know them and understand them. And as we build relationship and get to know them and understand them and stay strength focused, it gets easier to be flexible because our trust in their capabilities are remembering what their strengths are and are watching them developing the tools and skills that we want them to embodied by the time they're adults. All of that helps us Stay out of rigidity and permissiveness, right? Flexibility requires conversation. So in the moment, right? Sorry about my voice, by the way. I had a kind of a wild weekend of live music and did a lot of woohoo. So I'm a little hoarse. Flexibility requires conversation. And some prompts to put in your back pocket when you're not sure what to say is, are... Tell me more about this plan of yours. Tell me more details. I mean, let me help me understand. Here's what I need to feel okay about this plan, right? This is what makes me nervous about this plan. So help me out, right? Help me see the big picture. Paint this for me. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. 
In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. And what about when we have kids that won't talk to us? I know there's lots of you out there who are like, yeah, it's all great. I can start with those prompts. Then what if our kid doesn't have anything to say or rolls their eyes or storms off? Well, you get to talk about that. You get to say, listen, I want to be in conversation about this. I don't need all the details, but I want to know that you're going to be safe. Help me be more flexible in my thinking right? I really appreciate this. Anytime we can ask our kids to help us out. I'm concerned that you aren't giving me any details that leaves me feeling like this is kind of a sketchy plan. Help me out, right? My gut instinct is telling me that this is not a great plan. And I have lots of stories about following my gut instinct and finding my children in precarious situations and pulling up, right? Get in the car. Let's go. Tell me about what's going on. One of my kids in particular did not like to share. She did not like to share. She kept me out of the loop for a long time. And I stayed vigilant in my curiosity and showed up for her and really worked on flexibility with her. And, you know, now it's a different kind of relationship. So I get it. I understand having kids that are keeping you in the dark. It's hard. It's hard. And what about firmness, right? I don't want you to listen to me talk about flexibility and think that I'm saying there's no firmness. Do you remember Think Tree? Have any of you that are listening, if you've taken my class or there's been podcasts where I talk about Think Tree, but basically it's the embodiment of kindness and firmness right? Rigidity is a really tight body. It's easy to push over and crumble because it's so tight. You're in fighter stance. And then permissive is just really loosey-goosey body, right? No center of gravity. So you too get pushed over easily. Thinking tree is really pulling the energy up through your legs and the energy really being our values and who we are and our personal boundaries, right? And the top part of our body being the top of the tree, having some movement, right? Having some movement, willing to bend, being flexible. Think tree, think tree. 
It's also the embodiment of mutual respect. There's flexibility. There's mutual respect inside of flexibility. I can respect the situation and the other people, myself and the situation and anyone else that's affected by this idea, this plan, while also I'm going to respect you, my kid, my teenager, by being curious and asking questions and noticing your strengths, remembering your strengths and treating you from that strength-based place, trusting that you're capable. So flexibility isn't the absence of firmness. It's the addition of curiosity and possibility. That's what I would say, right? And sometimes, you know, we get real flexible. We do all the things. We ask the questions. And in the end, our kids are just still getting into mischief, right? And some of our kids, like I said, they just won't share much. It's not your fault. So let that go. Stay curious, stay vigilant, stay available, and let go of feeling like you're doing something wrong if your kid won't share. Some of our kids are drawn to the mischief too, right? So there's also flexibility in the context of how to respond when it all goes down, right? When you do pull up to the dark park to pick your kid up who was supposed to be somewhere else, right? Or you find out that they've, you know, you see a video or someone sends you a screenshot of not great virtual behavior. Maybe it's a video of them vaping or maybe it's some, you know, a chat that is them, you know, being overly sexual or not being kind, right? How to respond when it all comes down. So mm, yeah, finding that tree, finding your flexibility and connecting before you correct, right? I love that tool. I think it requires flexibility as well. Connecting before we correct. What's going on? Hey, hi, tell me about this. Wow, exciting, out in the dark park, right? Oof, how did that feel, right? Tell me more about your experience of vaping. Tell me about how it feels to cut class, right? I'm a little worried about this. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a little worried about this. Can we talk about it? When can we talk about it? Can we talk about it now or you wanna talk about it later? right? It's really important that you, the parents, stay regulated, right? You got to stay regulated. So if you see that video, look at that screenshot, find out about the mischief and you become activated and you'll know you're activated because your whole body will feel like it's on fire or super tingly or really tight. You know, you know what activation feels like, right? Do what you need to do to regulate. Do what you need to do to calm that nervous system. And then go in for the connection and the curiosity and the keeping it real, right? Keeping it real. You get to do what feels right for you in those moments. You get to do what feels right for you. And it is hard, right? And I've said to my kids before, like, I'm not really sure how to respond to this. I know I'm pretty angry and I'm really scared. And I'm just not sure what the right thing to do is here because I don't want this to happen again, right? And ultimately, I know that the only person that has power over that is you. So what can this look like, right? And those conversations that I've had with my kids that have started off that way, we've been able to 
walk down some pretty awesome roads together because it hasn't been an attack, right? It hasn't been an attack. And, you know, flexibility also means that we have to let go of controlling the outcome, which is so annoying. It's so annoying. And I see you. I see you, friend. I see you in this work. I see you wanting the clear answer to what do I do? And there's just so much nuance. The goal is to learn to trust your instinct and to point your compass towards relationship and opportunities for critical thinking and reflection. And I mean that for your teens, you too. But really, how can I hold space right now for my teen to practice critical thinking and reflection? And like I told my sweet friend Cam over the weekend, don't make things worse. (laughs) If we do nothing else while parenting teenagers, let's all try to just not make things worse, right? Yeah, flexibility. So that's what I got for today's show. And I have some homework for you. And... Before I get into the homework, last week I let you all know that I'm going to start scheduling posts on, I'm going to do it on Friday mornings with prompts about the solo shows. So I want to bring this conversation and make it a two-way conversation. And we're doing that in the Facebook group. So Joyful Courage for Parents of Teens Facebook group, get in there and answer these questions. One, What was your biggest takeaway from this episode? Two, where are the places that are most challenging for you to be flexible? Do some reflecting on that. And finally, what is one thing you can do this week to bring more flexibility into your relationship with your teen? That's your homework. That's your thought work. Let me know what you think and what your answers are over there in the Facebook group. I so appreciate each and every one of you for listening in. Go get yourself some water, maybe stretch a little bit. Yeah. Let me know what you need. If you have any thoughts or feedback that you want to give to me, you can always email me directly at Casey at joyfulcourage.com. Super great hanging out with you today. Looking forward to seeing you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. Thank you so much to my Sproutable partners, Julieta and Alana, as well as Danielle and Chris Mann and the team at Podshaper for all the support with getting this show out there and helping it to sound so good. Check out our offers for parents with kids of all ages and sign up for our newsletter to stay better connected at besproutable.com. Tune back in on Monday for a brand new interview and I will be back solo with you next Thursday. Have a great day. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Coe, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, 
you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts.